0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Game of Power. This is episode two. I'm your host, Max Murray, and we're about to get into it. So today we're gonna have on Time Millionaire podcast. They're gonna talk about how to make a podcast. We're gonna have on Shane Lee, uh, and, and we're just gonna talk a little bit about, you know, a few different things with him. And then we wanna talk to Noble, who's gonna come on and talk about real estate. And so Noble has his own property. He also is a real estate agent himself. And so I'm definitely excited to see, you know, what he's going to do and all that. And then afterwards, whoever wants to come on, we can just come on and chat and have a good time. But uh, yeah, just to kind of, you know, to intro the idea of this, basically about the last year, you know, I've always wanted to make a podcast myself. And feelings in the session is obviously. Uh, the podcast that we created. And, you know, the one thing that I'd like to say is, like, you don't need to achieve or reach any. Yo, what's going on, bro? What's going on? Yo, what's,
1: what's good, bro? How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? It's good. To, it's good to tap in. I haven't talked to you in a little minute.
1: Not for real. And I was going to say, before anything, bro, this is a great idea. Like, this is a, a really good idea. <laughs> like, <I laughs> Thank fuck with you,
0: Thank you. Yeah, I was getting tired of So what was happening was, We were getting, like, these podcast episodes recorded, Mm. but it's hard. It was hard in post-product, and so instead of dealing with, you know, putting out, like, trying to figure out how to put out the long, I was like, man, like, this live platform will force us to put out the long, so, like, from there we can just kind of chop from there, so it kind of, you know, helps out with a little of the, oh, man. They're not letting letting Jim in right now. Hold on. Let me try that. That I can do, but yeah. What you been up to, this like, yo? Yo, What's that was good. What's going on, Jim? What's, What's going on? on? So, how you so, doing? Thank you thank y'all so much for for coming <laughs> on the show. I really appreciate y'all. And dude, I just wanted to say like I love I love what y'all got going on. I want to learn a lot more about what y'all been doing. So, <laughs> kind of what is your podcast, and like how y'all even come up with the idea to to start all this?
1: Yeah, I, I can I can answer that. <laughs> um so we're, we got the time in the podcast um so i'd say the podcast is more so like actually we started during quarantine right so it's like a i feel like a passion project in a way um because i know for me like i've always been really curious about you know like different business ideas and like what people are just doing like it's always been an interesting and, and i love to talk so i think with that we it, to me it just kind of makes sense and jim's also like he's very like you know goal oriented and like you know loves money and stuff so we kind of like we were like let's just try it out and at first i feel like it was a platform for us to talk about stocks i'm not gonna lie like that's kind of how we wanted it to start but then we realized like there's so many creative people especially like at our school um you know that like are doing their own thing and like we want to kind of like highlight that so like showing off their different like businesses um you know and us learning in the process like that was that was my view on it and jim wants to give us two cents
2: yeah um it's bas- basically what you said was correct. um I was gonna add that um we basically wanted to um at the beginning also have a voice because we would have like <clears throat> very interesting conversations off camera, and I would like to say that the both of us are pretty um knowledgeable people, so um mm-hmm. it just I just felt like there was a need for us to like talk about whatever we would talk about in the dark. And then put it out in the light. And then they eventually grow into something um bigger where now we're essentially forecasting other people on and we're basically putting their voice, um, making them have a voice
0: as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how you talked about like learning from, from other people, you know, even like this show, like I just want to kind of <laughs> learn from y'all. And I feel like a podcast is the is an amazing place not to only learn from other people to but also to learn more about yourself and like mm. how you how you think and how you process different things tell me this what's the hardest part about like podcast talking or like podcast interviewing versus like normal conversations what have y'all noticed in that
1: um okay so for me like i feel like i say like i'm pretty like carefree with like the words i say and like the way i talk so like I think one thing big is just like your image, like social online. So, like, you know, having, you know, one going like career force and stuff, like, you have to make sure like you're portraying yourself the right way. I think that's like really hard because there's certain things like when you're with your friends, like, you're just going to talk how you talk. Like, for me, like, even cussing, uh, I cuss a lot. So it's like that type of stuff. But I think even more so is just like making sure that every moment kind of matters. Because, um, you know, when, when you're doing a podcast, you want to keep the person's attention. And also, like, make sure they're getting something out of it as a viewer. So mm-hmm. I think you know when you're just talking, there's gonna be times where you're like really silent. There's not much to say. But, like during a podcast, and like when you're being recorded, you kind of want to make sure like you have that plan and know what you're gonna talk about and kind of stick to it and not waste much time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I was gonna add on to the um, our very first our very first season was um, the toughest one um, because number one yeah. we didn't have a set we didn't like we didn't have a good setup. Uh, number two, we're just getting used to just just talking into a mic by yourself yeah. with a camera looking at you is one of the most awkward things you can do. Um, so that was very hard to do in the beginning. Um, but eventually, you start getting the flow of it. Um, every time we take a break, though, that first episode is always kind of like sketchy, and then we have to get back into it. So it's fun. I, that's the fun part of it, because it makes you uncomfortable. But being comfortable is nice, because then that's how you grow from being uncomfortable
0: absolutely absolutely the Mm -hmm. one thing i learned most ever since talking with pods is like how it how it is different than a normal conversation in terms of like it's more me going on for an extended period of time in a way and then Mm -hmm. you going on and it's like there's there's it Mm -hmm. just seems like like the flow is very different how like scripted are you guys's episodes like do you know what questions you want to ask before like how do you kind of go about that because for me you know i'm I'm battling with wanting to do a little more structure. I, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I was a little too less scripted before and I could get off on different tangents. So, like, how do y'all kind of approach an episode when
1: you have the guests? So, I know uh, for us, like, we normally have, like, we have, like, a Google Google sheet, right? Um, And we, like, kind of have, like, an outline of questions, like, five, six questions that we kind of want to ask or, like, that we just, like, generally want to know about. Um, And so, like, I guess that's, like, you know kind of scripted cause we have an idea of what we want to you know go on but i also like the beginning of our podcast at least is like normally like we're trying to just have a little fun and crack jokes and stuff really so that part like we try to be a little more spontaneous i guess but i'm i think i think with a podcast you definitely should have like a vision and goal but i kind of like being spontaneous in a way because like it keeps it fun because like you never want to really sound robotic and i think like yeah. that's that's like a big problem because once you sound robotic like you're not you're gonna lose like the attention of your you know viewer like -hmm. when it's fun and like things are kind of moving and you know everything's kind of in motion like that's when you kind of like really hit like those topics that like never really thought you wouldn't you learn the most i feel like
2: and that's when the conversations are usually the most genuine because you talk about something and then you go off on a on a tangent but the tangent still has to do with the original topic so you kind of go off a tangent, but in the best way possible. And it makes the conversation a lot more genuine rather than just, rather than it being an uh, a interview, we want it to be a conversation. Because when you just ask yeah. questions after questions after questions, it becomes an interview. It's not a conversation.
0: Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. So tell me this, a lot of people mm. ask, like a lot of people want to, you know, start podcasts. A lot of people want to put out their voice. Can you kind of take us into the behind the scenes of like, how do y'all, uh, make your podcast from like you know recording to post production. Can you kind of take us through uh, the different process from creative to production to distra
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so normally the way we I think first like we we want to find people who we like think are really interesting, and like even like for our view like people we interview or like have conversations with, we always want to make sure like they have something that, to offer that's a little different, and we try to have like a good mix of guests. So okay. I think one like if you're gonna do like interview style like make sure you have interesting people you generally want to know about because people can tell if if you like really don't like care for them to be there you know um so I think that's one then first like get your like software so we record using Anchor I I don't know what you record okay. yours on but we we use Anchor um get we started off with voice memos and that was like like using our voice on our phone and bro like it. Get a mic. Like, I want to say get a mic because that joint, the echo is crazy. Like, there was just a lot going on. So try to get a mic. Our, we got mics for, like, $50, right, I think, off Amazon, mm-hmm. something like that. So it, it's not too bad. You might have to budget a little bit, but, you know, it's all good. Um, and then, yeah, we really – it takes us, like, probably two, two and a half hours to shoot. But that's just because, like, our setup, like, we have to move things around sometimes. So it, it's, it's been pretty fun, though. Like, we get our guests in. We we kind of chill with them for, like, 15, 20 minutes. You want to get the vibe right, you know, play some music, crank a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, we just kind of do our, our one-on-ones where we, like, kind of play, like, more game-like and joke around. Just, like, again, like, get the vibe right. And then we normally have our, our like, actual podcast where we speak. That's about 30 minutes. We kind of talk about their businesses or, you know, whatever, like, you know, we find interesting about them. So that's kind of it. Editing, we try to, like, we try to record like, Saturdays. Probably edit like up to like Wednesday, then just kind of like finalizing things to post on Saturday. So, yeah. I think that's kind of our process.
2: That's the at least that's the production part of it. And then there's a whole other process where it goes with marketing. Um, and with the marketing, mm-hmm. we have uh, reels, Instagram reels. We have TikTok, and we essentially get clips from every single. Um, we get we try to get clips where we portray or we at least put out parts of the conversation, which we think were the most important uh, throughout the whole podcast. And then we put that on videos and hopefully that attracts somebody who hasn't seen us because no matter how good our quality may be, uh, our quality is actually very good by the way, if you check us out, um, <laughs> no matter how good our quality may be, it's, it doesn't mean anything if our marketing is not at that level. So if we absolutely ourselves, then it's meaningless. So marketing is very important. So that's why we do reels and TikTok for the most part. Yeah.
0: No, that's the that's the most important part. So the way the way I normally explain it to people, I always say like with long pods like this, there's like treat it like basketball, right? There's three pointers, mm-hmm. there's mid range shots, and there's layups and dunks, right? So like mm-hmm. the three pointers that long, you know, fifty minute mm-hmm. podcast episode, right? Mm-hmm. And then you could take that, you could take that fifty minutes, you can get some mid range clips. So like ten, mm-hmm. seven to ten minute. Cuts mm-hmm. from there and then the most important thing out of all of them are those those reels those instagram mm-hmm. reels those tiktoks those dunks where mm-hmm. you know people can basically consume your whole entire episode without even you know tapping into the to the youtube and like that's how you kind of bring them to the other spot um right. just a just a bit so how do you like using anchor we use riverside ff Ooh. um to do most of our a studio, but like, how
1: do you how you how do you like Anchor? What does Anchor do? Uh, Anch- Anchor is cool. So like, Anchor's kind of like a I guess like cloud based in a way. So it kind of saves all your like all your audio recordings and everything like kind of on its own like server. Um, it's it's super easy to use. Like, if you want to put ads in, like you can create your own ads through Anchor, like, and they upload everything to like Apple, Google Play, Spotify, like everything. So it's like it's pretty it's pretty easy. All you really do like you make your account. You just hit record and you just kind of start, start getting the work. I don't know how it is. You said Riverside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's,
0: it's pretty similar. It's pretty similar. pretty similar. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, my last question is: so season mm-hmm. three, Tom Millionaire, like what's going on? What do you guys have in store? What do you guys? What do you guys want to do? Like, what what what's next?
1: Yeah, that's uh, funny you ask. So we're actually we've been planning our first episode like for the last couple of hours actually, But mm-hmm. so we've been talking through it. Um, so we're about to drop when school picks back up. So, we're about to start recording. We're going to get you on the podcast, too, for sure. Uh, so, look out for that. We're probably, to, we're probably going to drop in, like, August, I guess. Um, We'll probably record all through July. And then, yeah, it's going to be a lot of a lot of very interesting people Um, from models, you know, got you. Bro, you may, like, first, I want to say you're very tough, bro. You have an app. Like, that. that mm-hmm. is very tough. Thank bro. you, I appreciate it. You, like, you, like, and also, like, the crypto investing space, where I think is going to be super important because, like. I feel like a lot of people our age, like, are trying to get into that now, like learning how to manage their money and things like that. So I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like really helpful content. But then like also a lot of people who are really creative and have like they view the world very like interesting, very very unique like worldview. So I think I think it's a good time.
2: Yeah, uh, our goal yeah, is always, just always to be better compared to the last season, and I think we've done it. We've done that for the past two seasons. Um, for season three, I only expect uh, better quality. And just better content.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate y'all Appreciate y'all for coming on, spitting the game. I'm excited okay. to get in the studio with y'all. We'll, we'll set up a time to, to do that. So mm-hmm. I'm just super mm-hmm. excited, man, to just keep pushing. I love the platform that you're building. So just hey, keep working, bro. You. Appreciate right. y'all for real. All right. Thank appreciate
1: you. that. Have a good one.
0: Thank y'all so much. Have a no, good one. Bye, bro. All righty. Um, so our next guest is going to be Shane Lee. Man, me and Shane went to elementary school together. Uh, we played AAU together most of our lives, and then, like Shane, just happens to be top Yo, tier to football player. What's going on, bro? What how you how doing? You?
3: I'm good, man. How are you?
0: I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Happy Happy July Fourth weekend. What you been up to?
3: I'm in Houston, bro. In oh Texas, cool. yeah. What are you doing? Little getaway, hanging out, chilling, just okay. getting away.
0: That's cool. So what's you, bro?
3: How's New York treating you?
0: Bro, it's good. Um, It seems like a lot of people left the city this weekend. So New York's been lit lately because there's a bunch of interns in here. So, you know, it's just cool, different people, different vibes. But, you know, it's chill. I I miss home, bro, for this time. Like, July yeah. 4th is, is crab season in Maryland. So cookouts. I'm definitely – yeah, for sure. Yeah, big cookouts. For, cook sure. for sure. So tell me this, bro. You came to New York about a year ago. Exactly. So then, a year like ago. around a year ago exactly. now, right? Yeah. Um, you were at a completely different point in your life. Like you were about to enter your junior year at Bama. You, you hadn't, you know, you you hadn't really, you know, gotten into the media space, gotten into LA. So like, yeah. kind of over the last year or so, like, what's been the biggest difference in your life from like last year now to to right now?
3: Uh, I guess it's experience, to be honest with you. I think a lot has happened since we had our conversations last year. i say the biggest thing is really just uh, one thing I've taken in from the past year has just been a lot of uh, execution, like setting your mind out to do something and then following through and taking those initial steps to, like, start doing things because I think that's where before I would get a little lost. It's like, okay, you have this plan in your head, but, like, let's go and, like, make it happen in real life. And so I think for me, over the past year, that's been the biggest thing. is like creating visions and then executing them and seeing how they unfold and being able to adapt and things like that. So it's crazy, though, because I was going to ask you the same question. Like, we, we had great conversations a year ago today. So, like, from a year ago, how do you sit today? Like, what do you look back on and, like, what, you, what sticks out to you? And what do you think has propelled you forward from that time last year?
0: So when you – like and i'll I'll never i'll always remember this you came to you came and you gave me the 5 a.m club and you said to me like i i prepare for every day like i prepare for every game and you're like i hope that this book helps and like when you gave me that book i was like man i was overwhelmed like 5 a.m club that sounds ridiculous like that's hella early um especially because i was always waking up at 10 but like literally like incorporating a morning routine into my life has been has changed everything like it gives you time to take care of yourself before everything else and like that has just made me overall just more productive in every other aspect of my life like everything else trickled down from like having a straight routine when you wake up like kind of clearing out the fuzz from the night before clearing out your mind going to the gym working out writing in your journal like learning reading like that like specific kind of you know golden hour that morning routine has just like it's been all of the difference um and i definitely think like i i oh i definitely owe you everything for that and so you know i definitely really appreciate you on that because that's it's been everything bro for real yeah i'm glad to help
3: bro glad to help
0: so how do you feel about routine and like you talked about kind of execution what do you think goes into execution like there's, you know, all of us talk a big game. We all, you know, want to do big things. But, like, what's what's the difference?
3: I think the biggest difference is the people who just start. Like, you don't, you don't have, a, have to have a plan, like, from start to finish. I think the biggest thing is just starting. Even if you don't know what you're doing, like, just getting in the space, trying to get your feet wet, trying to, like, get real life, real life application and, like, see does this work, does it not work. And just trying stuff out, bro, instead of just thinking about it actually doing it I think that's a big thing I think that's the biggest thing honestly as far as execution is concerned because you can figure out a way but I mean I mean if you're thinking about it in your head there's going to be infinite ways that you could try to combat a problem that you may or may not have but you're only going to know if you actually go out and do it and like experience real problems and have to adapt off of real problems so
0: yeah for sure tell me this like you over the last few years like you have you've, you've won a natty, you've transferred schools, you you've been on highs, you've been on lows. Like, what do you tell yourself at, at some of those those lower points? Like how do you how do you get yourself through that? How do you keep how do you keep moving and stay consistent?
3: Uh I think a big thing for me now is just knowing that I've been I've had lows before. And so like knowing that like you've made it through hundred percent of your worst days, like it kinda gives me a lot of encouragement sometimes and like like, oh man, like it feels like you kinda hit a, a block in the road or you know, you kind of don't know where to go. It's like, sometimes you got to take a second and give yourself a little bit of time, reset, and then try to attack the problem from another way. I think uh, for me, especially, I get so fixated on wanting things to be exactly how I want them to be instead of just taking them how they are and then adapt enough of that. Um, exactly something I got to get better at, but I kind of know, just knowing myself as well as I do, like some of those things that kind of hinder me at times. And a lot of it is just me in my own head, like, just because it's not how I want it to be, that doesn't mean, like, it's not how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? So getting out on my own way a lot of the time is what it takes. So just kind of reminding myself, like, it's okay for it not to be exactly how you want it to be. One
0: thing, one thing we talked about recently is short-term memory loss. And you even talked yeah. about that, like, on the field. Like, you got to just, like, forget that last play and, and always move on to the next play and, like, work on, work on what's next. Don't be all fixated on, on what happened before.
3: Yeah, you can't um, carry it with you, bro at all
0: for sure so tell me this how's la like how's la treating you new school new vibe like talk about the scenery like what's the biggest difference between la and alabama like what, what what's open your eyes out there
3: bro LA's just a huge place honestly i think uh all the different people that you meet out there people that are actors and like musicians and athletes bro, everybody so just to kind of get out and see like you know, Tuscaloosa is a college town, so, like, you know, you see the football aspect of it, but now you're in, like, a major media market. So you see, you know, any and everybody and, like, hear stories and just go around these places that, like, you hear about or see on TV or even, like, Grand Theft Auto, like, you play it in the game and, like, you see it in real life. So I just kind of get around and see like, all the different places there are and all the different kinds of people. It's just a – it's, like, a big melting pot for, like, everything. Like, it's it's yeah. been a super cool experience, honestly.
0: That's why. That's why. So USC's been in the USC's been in the headlines this week. Obviously, yeah, the Big bro. Ten, the Big Ten announcement. <laughs> that's pretty. Big. I don't is know that, about that. What year is that? What year is that? By I the think way? it's
3: 2024. I think.
0: Okay. Okay. So yeah, how how's that going? How, how's USC football? What's the What's the morale like over there right now?
3: USC uh, football is great, man. I'm about to start off July. Get it rolling in camp, man. Like last little month to kind of. Focus on your body, focus on your mind before you got football, football. So July, then you hit August, August through January. So wrap yeah. right that's the season, so last little stretch, bro, Till we get back into football.
0: Anything so, in particular that you're you're working on in terms of football and getting being better at that?
3: I'd say right now just the playbook, making sure I got the playbook done, new system, making sure I'm comfortable in that. Making sure I'm uh well versed in it. So they're yeah, are just trying to get right there, get the team right. Like, that's the thing, bro. Especially when you work with teams, it's like you got, you know, however many people, like, you need everybody at their best. So making sure that everybody's getting what they need. Like, everybody doesn't need the same thing. So trying to figure out best ways to be the most efficient in whatever we do and set it hard, bro, have fun, attack it. It's the only thing to do.
0: Tell me this. You're you're in like a leadership position on a new team, like meeting a bunch of new different people. Like, how has it been? Kind of trying to find yourself within that bigger group and like be able to like you know meet people, but also kind of take what you learned in the past and apply it there. Um, how do you like? What's your mentality when it comes to that?
3: Honestly, uh, I try not to think about it too much. I think I feel like if I were to, it kind of mess me up a little bit. But I just just going to be the person I am, and then whatever form, whatever shape I, I take, and I let that be that. I just try to be whatever my team needs me to be, like just be the best at whatever I could be for that. So I don't think it's really me trying to pick out a role, just trying to do whatever they need me to do, play my role, like whatever that is. So it's definitely interesting. It's definitely, it's definitely unique on a, in a situation like this because we have so many new people. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely it's new, but it's fun, bro, having a lot of fun. Already,
0: already. I guess my my final question is, what is? Can you kind of talk a little bit about the middle linebacker position, uh, the Mike linebacker? Like, what your role is? What's kind of going through your head on the field? And like, what are you out there doing? Like, what's your what's your like? What are you prioritizing? Like, what do you have to deal with um, as the middle linebacker?
3: Um, first thing that comes to mind, bros. Is- Probably just communication. Like, I think everything boils back down to just communication. Getting the call, calling the call from the sideline, making sure all 11 get the call, making sure it's on the same page. You got adjustments. Um, Just little key reminders that you might have on some plays or based off what the offense does. So, it's a lot. Um, The job comes with a lot, but I, I think, again, it just comes back down to communication and making sure that everybody's on the same page and, you know, doing doing as best they can to make sure everybody's clear and like everybody knows what they have to do. I think that's the the best way to go about it.
0: That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Well man, I appreciate you coming on and talking about football. You can stay on if you want. We're about to go into real estate with Noble. If you have any uh if you have any questions for him you can kinda stay in and, and ask anything if you want. All right,
4: man. What's going on Yo
0: baby?
4: What's up yo? Max What's up,
0: bro? What's up? What's going on, bro? I'm good. How are thank we- you? So, thank you so much for, for coming on the episode, Shane. Uh, Noble, this is this is Shane. So, Noble, bro, you have been doing a lot recently, and so I just kind of want to tap in. I want to talk about real estate and see kind of what your process has been, but like, bro, ever since we first met, like the first day we met, you talked about how you bought your your first property, and you know, it was crazy, because when I went to go see it, when we were living together in Vegas, I mean, in Philly, um, during quarantine, like, it was empty, there was, like, we went in there with, with the, with the hammers, and we were knocking down walls, and we were putting stuff up, man, like, it it has just been, it has been incredible to see, kind of, what you've been doing, and I, I kind of wanted to ask you, like, how did you start, like, what, like, what was the start, how did you get into real estate, when did that become a, that
4: thing that you were interested in like how did how did that all come to be i one hundred percent my dad uh my dad's a developer, so all throughout my childhood since I was like about seven or eight, I'd started doing development projects with him and helping him with stuff um <clears throat> and we me and my sister actually we started like our own project with my pop when we were about like twelve I think. Um, and that was like our first opportunity to kind of like get, you know, the first, the demo and the rehab phase of it. And that did a lot for us. Like it just like expanded our perspective on like what you could, what you can do with real estate because you can really create your freedom financially. Um, and we saw like my dad do that. So that was obviously like a big goal of mine leaving high school, um, so yeah that was just like that was my motivation to get one he got his he got his first crib when he was i think 19. so i just wanted okay. and like, i just wanted to get my before him um so yeah i got mine right after high school and it was obviously as you just saw a dumb but the thing is with real estate you're investing in time and because like property value goes up over time you don't really you know for you for you to make money on it so i went to school and i I met you like what two months after i got it hadn't done much on it and got offered like three times what i paid for it when i come back came back from school just because of the time that like had elapsed um So so yeah just like real estate it it just kind of changed my perspective from an early age and kind of like just had me tunnel visioned so yeah, I'm where I am now, but still nowhere near, like, where I want to be in terms of this shit. Like, obviously, it took me three years to finish it, It's um, mm-hmm. still not even finished, so.
0: You know. So tell me this, what is the biggest, like, so you have went into the whole process of getting your own place, you have your own property now, and you it's obviously a, a renovation that, that's been taken the last three years. What's the biggest misconception about that process about real estate, about getting your own property, about, you know, renovating it or, or whatever you want to do with it from there. Like what's the biggest misconception?
2: Um,
4: one is you just have to go through this direct system of going to talk to, uh, like it, it, and obviously it depends on the person. Like if you're not willing to get down and dirty and do the work yourself, then of course, you know, there's a route for that. And that's the route that most people take. Um, but there are options, like if you are if you want to maximize what real estate can do for you in your life, like there's so many things like from house hacking um, that people just don't think about. House hacking is like when you uh, say you have like a duplex and you buy a duplex and you live in one unit of the duplex and you rent out the other unit. And that other unit, the income from that would pay for your mortgage. So you'd essentially be living for free. Um, and that's actually what my, my dad does. But most people don't really think like that. Um, so it, it's just, like, really about expanding your comfort zone in terms of, like, not just, you know, your personal space, but, like, like looking for more information. Because there's real estate is kind of a tool that people use to, like, to create their own freedom. And most people don't use it like that. Most people, real estate becomes their biggest, like, burden. Most most people, their mortgage payment is the biggest stressor in life um and it doesn't have to be that way so it's just about like you know changing in perspective
0: that makes a lot of sense it's It's definitely about the way you think and I think real estate when it comes to ownership and and passive income there's there's so many you know amazing things about that i I'm really interested in your process from when you got your, your property to now with all the, all the renovations, can you kind of take us through, you know, from, from start to, to where you are now? Like how, like, what have you been doing? What have you been working on? Like, what's your mindset around that? What did you have to, like, what did the project entail? And, and what is your uh, plan now and moving forward?
4: So when I first got it, I had no idea what I was doing with that at all. Like I got it at a public auction and was just one like per one of fifty people in a room bidding on hundreds of properties that were going. And the one that I actually wanted, I didn't get. Like I got outbidded for it. So I bid on this joint site unseen. Like I didn't know what I was buying when I got it. Um and I just, you know, had my bid amount and it was like thirteen thousand. That was the max I could go to. Um and I ended up getting it for like twelve three. Um or twelve one something like that. And I only had to put down 10% that day. So it literally cost like an iPhone $1,200 um, to get it that day. And um, at that point, I was just kind of like, I, I just kind of sat on my hands and I told you I went, I went to school. So during that like school, like going to school, I did kind of lose focus of the project a little bit. Um, but as I came home on breaks, and, as I came home on breaks, um, I would work on it and, you know, put in as much swag as I could. My budget was, like, blown. Like, I had um, – I had didn't really do a clear budget or, uh, you know, make a, like, diagram of anything um, that I should be doing. So was, I just kind of went in it uh, head first. And, like, the lessons I learned was just through time I started losing money in it. Um, I was paying for stuff that I didn't use and – um, stuff would get like rained on and it just um, it was a big like learning experience and my dad, he helped me a lot through it um, because you know that like that really is what he does so through the um, renovation process like um, after the demo and stuff we put up the framing um, and he helped me like with a lot of the labor like using his workers and stuff to you know uh, get my like materials in so um, after the framing and stuff we put up the sheetrock, and then all um, that was obviously after the electric and plumbing, and that process spanned to about a year ago, um, because. So the
0: sheetrock is just the is just like the walls.
4: Yeah, just the walls, um, and that's really what like made it kind of look crisp. Um, but outside of that, like it, on, on, the sheetrock was maybe a two two or three day job. Um, the electric and plumbing was. Uh, two-week job so it really wasn't a time thing it was a budget thing and I just I didn't um like have a buddy going into it so I kept running out of bread um and my sister ended up like coming into the project kind of as I was running out of bread and you know just like loaning me some but eventually just kind of just hopped in the project with me um so it just kind of became a like a, a family a a family sort of thing from my, you know, not mistake, but my initiative that was, that wasn't planned well.
0: That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And so can you kind of talk a little bit about adding uh, that extra bathroom or did you add an extra bedroom as well and like the thought process behind that?
4: Yeah. So it was originally a two bedroom, one bathroom, and there was a lot of space in the kitchen that was unused. And uh, so it just made sense to add an extra bedroom to it, uh, and I just ended up moving the kitchen to the front of the house, um, dicing like what was the kitchen in half and creating um, an extra bedroom. So we so it has three bedrooms and one and a half bathroom now, um, mm-hmm. uh, extra half bathroom on the top floor, and that just increased the equity because as there's more bathrooms or rooms in a in a house equity increases.
0: Okay. Okay. That's what's up. And so tell me this, now you you're you're obviously you have your own properties but you're also moving into actually being a real estate agent. Um right. how did how how do you get into how does someone get into real estate? Like how did that how what's that process like?
4: Honestly it takes ninety nine dollars and some initiative a uh, seventy five hour course. Um but there's plenty of courses online where you can get your real estate license. It's just about you know, having the um, initiative to do so. Um, it's kind of a, just a feather to having your cap because whenever you go to buy a home, whenever you go, go to buy property, you don't have to pay the 3% commission that you would pay to a realtor you know you get to pocket that. Um, and you, you know, you're, being a realtor is just about like, your network. The bigger your network is and the more people you know, the more business you have. Um, so your family, your friends, just having your license alone, you'll be able to make money even if you're not, if that's not your main occupation. So it was just-
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And it seems to me like when it comes to real estate, the most important part really is that is that brand and it, it's that network and it's building that community of people that you can eventually help find them, them a home. Um, and so uh, one of the reasons why I'm even here in New York in the first place is because of Million Dollar List in New York. I was always watching Ryan Serhant and, and all of them. And, like, content definitely seems like something that has been big. So, like, how has your journey been as a content creator? We haven't gotten to, to tap into that a little bit. But how has that been? Or do you, do you have anything that you've been wanting to learn, uh, anything that you've been kind of working on lately when it comes to that?
4: Of course, I have so much to learn in that space. I'm just kind of stepping into it shoot in the past couple of weeks probably, but um, I don't know. It just hasn't been my, like, I've always kind of admired people that can take all their like life content and just put it on social media. But that just never, like, I never had the idea of like doing that. Um, but as I'm starting a real estate business, it's seeming like that's, you know, what I have to do, um, like it or not. Um, and then as I'm doing it, I'm learning, like it's, one, that I don't know anything, as much as I thought I, I knew about it. um. So, you know, I'm definitely want to hear what you have to, like to share on that. But I'm just finding it's best to like, to do exactly that. Take my life and just share that, like not necessarily look for content, but just have, like the content that is noble, just kind of posting that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I think like, you know, when it comes to everything you're doing, documenting is everything. You know what I mean? So like, you know, the different places you've been, the different things that you're doing throughout the day, I think, you know, it's really interesting because you're, you're in, you know, nice houses, you're in nice apartments, you know what I mean? You're in a bunch of different spaces that have that have good content. Um, I think the only thing that, that I'm pretty knowledgeable about when it comes to that is what we can do with long form to and how we can get that down. So like, if you ever want to do talking content, and so this is how that goes, like said- this show, right? So like yeah, talking talking type content. So it's like what you want to do is you want to find a hub, right? And and a hub is a is an episodic series, if, if so to say. So this is Game of Power, right? So there'll be this is Game of Power episode two, but there will also be a Game of Power episode three, episode twenty, episode fifty, right? right? So you can do these kind of things where if you have a series, you can kind of compound and and use that series and try to maximize the most you can get out of that, right? And so from there. It's all about kind of, like I said, the, there's a three-pointer, there's mid-range shots, and there's dunks. And so if you want to talk, hop on a podcast, right? So me and you are talking, right? And so this full episode will be kind of 60, 50 minutes, right? And then what we'll do is we'll chop it down. My, bad. Uh, my, my stuff died. But mm-hmm. what we'll do is we'll, we'll chop that down into, like, mid-range shots, which is like, you know, five to seven minute clips. Our interview is probably about 10 minutes. So like, that'll be that. And then from there, you take that, you take these micro clips and those are the vertical videos. Those are the reels. And those are the things that we put a headline on. We'll put captions on as you're talking and you'll have like 30 second audio. So that, all of that is a dunk. And so those will, will score you all the baskets that'll open up kind of everything else. So I think like the only thing I'd say to you when it comes to content is make it easy. You know, I mean, you want to you want to spend, you know, the lowest amount of time on it, but you want to maximize what you can do at that time. And so if you just find, you know, episodic stuff or find batch or batch your content. So if you want to just spend, you know, one or two hours on a Friday just making videos like that, that's when you should just make all your videos for the next three weeks. And so, you know, it's just about being being easy, I think. One thing that I like about content is it gives me an opportunity to talk to people. It gives me an opportunity to kind of share what I'm thinking about and share what I'm learning about. Um, right. And I think, you know, the most important part is the process. And so, kind of showing off what we're what we're doing, that process is definitely something that hopefully a lot of people would would like to learn about as well. So no, I love no. what you've been doing, I definitely think you know you you're you're are you're, you're going to go far with that for sure, bro. Appreciate it. That's
4: one thing I'm definitely trying to like stress on. Me. Exactly that deep process and that because a lot of people don't show that. A lot of people show, you know, the result and it seems so far like out and so just intangible. Um, but the process is where a lot of people stop and the process is where like, you know, a lot of people just give up because it's like hard and you're, you're, you're doing more work, but you're staying in the same spot. Um, and it's it's kind of like a grind, but you know that's 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 where you gotta be.
0: Absolutely, no, hundred percent. So like, yeah, the more you can show, you know, that behind the scenes, it's like, yeah, you would love to post, you know, six hundred seventy-five thousand dollars house sold, right? But like right. Mean, that, that's only, you know, what I mean, that's that's the result. And so there's definitely a lot, you know, in the in the middle of that. And so you know, bro, I, I definitely I love what you know everything that you've been doing, and so I'm happy for you, and I hope that. You know, you keep going. I hope that you find me an apartment in the house one day. And Appreciate so it. you know, I'm I'm definitely excited to just keep tapping in. So bro, keep going. Proud of you and um, you know, just just everything's up from here. Keep I, working.
4: Yeah. Uh hit me because i 'cause I'm gonna be in New York next week.
0: All right, but all right, but it was good talking to you, bro. Appreciate you for coming on the show. Sure, peace. Thank you. Alrighty. Um so yeah, that was that was a cool episode. I, I feel like we learned a lot um hopefully we have pretty good a lot of y'all if y'all watch this today hopefully you have a pretty good idea on how to make a podcast um i really appreciate shane for coming on and talking about alabama sports um and us moving to usc and and everything he's been doing with that um and then noble coming on and talking about real estate i definitely think real estate is something for me as an entrepreneur that i really want to get into in the future um you know having passive income is everything and so finding you know, ways to treat real estate really like every other entrepreneurial business is, is where it's at. Yo, Eze, come pop in right quick. Come pop in right quick, because I'm wearing your stuff. So we can just shout out the coast. Endless Forever. Shop Endless Forever. Out now. Uh, what What is it? And what's the, I don't know what the URL is, but this is Eze's brand. Definitely appreciate you for the shirts. And yeah, this is Game of Power episode two. So we'll just- you, Yo. I just wanted to shout out the shirt. You know what man, I mean? Man, I see the drip you got on, bro. Come on. Come on. Shit. You know where it's at. You know where it's at. How you Girl, doing? I, missed, I ain't going to lie. I missed this whole shit because I just got out of
3: work. But, you know, I had to pop in for Hell you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: No, I just wanted to say what's up while I'm wearing your shirt. Shout it out. Emeless forever. I, I, endless forever. In the bio, you know what I'm saying? New pieces, you know, new pieces on the way. Yes, shout sir. Out. Yes, sir. Hey, good All right, though, man. boy. I'm about to wrap this episode up, but it was good talking to you. Uh, thank you everyone for for watching episode two of game of power we'll see you all again next week